The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at 876-283-9533. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello dear listeners, welcome to Message of Islam brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica. Here at Message of Islam, we seek to educate the general public on issues, questions and concerns and also everything that you need to know about the true Islam. I am your host, Imam Ibrahim Fawson. This program is sponsored entirely by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community and for the sake of the new listeners, if you want to know about the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, it is one of the over 70 denominations within Islam. One of the main differences that you know distinguishes the Ahmadiyya Muslim community from the other uh, Islamic sects is that this community believes in the reformer of the age in the person of His Holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, who is the promised Messiah. And the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is also spread across over 200 countries. The motto for this community is love for all and hatred for none. And of course, we are also a peace-loving religious community and we reject any form of violence against God's creation. In the course of the program, if you would uh, like to add your voice, you are welcome to do so by sending your messages to our WhatsApp line that is 876-283-9533. Again, 876-283-9533. If you also meet us halfway and you would want to enjoy this program, then you can uh, visit our official Facebook page that is facebook.com slash amjjamaica where you're going to have this program available as well as previous episodes. Today on the program, we are looking at one of the questions that we receive almost all the time from a session of the, uh, you know, the public, largely those who adhere to Sabbath. They would want to know why, I mean, do Muslims observe Sabbath? If no, why? So today we have dedicated today's program to talk about Islam and the Sabbath day. And to help me do this, you know, discussion, I have Imam Tariq Azim, who is the president and missionary in charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community to help educate the general public on what the stance of Islam is when we talk about Sabbath and its rules. Imam Tariq, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the message of Islam. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May peace and blessings of God be upon you and all the listeners. Of course, today is a blessed opportunity. Once again, God Almighty has given us to meet our uh, you know, numerous listeners either in Jamaica and also overseas. The topic we are dealing with today is Islam and Sabbath. And as I said, it is one of the questions we have received almost on many and several occasions. Some people would want to know whether Muslims observe Sabbath. And if we don't, why? So to ask you the first question, 
Does the Holy Quran, which is of course the Islamic Holy Scripture, does it make mention of the word Sabbath in the first place? Uh, yes, the Holy Quran does talk about Sabbath, does talk about or does mention uh, the term Sabbath, but uh, not uh, in reference to the Muslims or as a command to Muslims, but in reference uh, to the children of Israel, to the people of Israel. There is several uh, references from the Holy Quran, uh, which I have in front of me. First is from chapter 4, verse 48. It says that, O ye people of the book, believe in what we have sent down, fulfilling that which is with you, before we destroy some of the leaders and turn them on their backs, or curse them as we curse the people of the Sabbath, and the decree of Allah is bound to be carried out. So here God Almighty is referring uh, to the people of the Sabbath, of course, uh, the children of Israel. In other places, the Holy Quran has also made mention. And God Almighty is teaching us that, you know, because of the people who uh, desecrated or disrespected uh, Sabbath, what the consequences were for their, uh, you know, disrespect. And similarly, if some people are to repeat those mistakes today, and not necessarily in regards to Sabbath, but generally in regards to commands of God Almighty, they will be uh, facing the similar, uh, you know, punishment or similar treatment that was uh, basically given to people of the Sabbath. Then in chapter 4, one, verse 155, God Almighty says, And we raised high above them the mount while making a covenant with them. And we said to them, Enter the gate submissively, and we said to them, Transgress not in the matter of the Sabbath, and we took from them a firm covenant. So in the Bible we see, uh, you know, there's references to Sabbath quite often as we will get into later on. The Holy Quran also emphasizes that to the children of Israel, God Almighty had laid so much emphasis on observing the Sabbath along with the other commands and uh, and many of the people disregarded uh, the the command regarding Sabbath and because of that God Almighty uh, punished them and then again some of that is mentioned in the Bible as well. In chapter 7 of the Holy Quran uh, from cha verses 164, 164 to 166 uh, God Almighty is again talking about uh, Sabbath, the commandment of Sabbath that was given to the people of Israel and uh, is narrating an incident that took place. So God Almighty says in chapter 7 verse 64 to 166 in the Holy Quran, And ask them concerning the town which stood by the sea, when they profaned the Sabbath, when their fish came to them on their Sabbath day, appearing on the surface of the water. But on the day when they did not keep the Sabbath, they came not to them. Thus did we try them, because they were rebellious. And when a party among them said, Wherefore do you preach to a people whom Allah is going to destroy or punish with a severe punishment? They said as an excuse before your Lord, and that they may become righteous. And when they forgot all that, with which they had been admonished, we saved those who forbade evil, and we seized the transgressors with a severe punishment because they were rebellious. So here God Almighty is talking about an incident. In these verses, God Almighty is talking about an incident uh, that took place um, many centuries before Islam, many centuries before the Holy Quran was revealed, 
and it took place uh, in Jerusalem, close to Jerusalem, but in the nation, in among the people of Israel. And God Almighty was explaining this incident that uh, this particular people that lived close to a river, they would go fishing in that place um, on a regular basis. But on Saturdays, they were not allowed to go because the command had been revealed from God Almighty to take rest on that day and not, uh, uh, you know, go out for shopping, buying or other things. So these people, they noticed that on Saturdays, the fish comes out in greater numbers than other days. So they were, you know, uh, they became greedy and they wanted to catch fish in those days as well. So what they would do is that, um, you know, there's there's different uh, theories or different uh, narrations. In some narrations, it is mentioned that they would hire people to get the fish for them and bring it for them. Or in other narrations, it is also mentioned that they would set out nets uh, or some kind of a trap so they could uh, trap the fish and catch it later on. So regardless, whatever the case was, but it was against the spirit and commandment uh, that is related to Sabbath, that they were not allowed to do it. Uh, they were not allowed to, you know, have any businesses or any uh, kind of uh, uh, work being engagement on that day. So this is what the Holy Quran is saying, that because of this, uh, Allah the Almighty, God Almighty punished them in various ways. And it is mentioned in the Bible as well. Uh, the similar incident, perhaps the same one, or a similar incident has been mentioned in um, in the book of Nehemiah, chapter thirteen, verse uh, you know fifteen and onwards. It is mentioned that in those days I saw people in Judah treading vine presses on the Sabbath and bringing in grain and loading it on donkeys together with wine, grapes, figs, and all other kinds of loads, and they were bringing all this into Jerusalem on the Sabbath. Therefore, I warned them against selling food on that day. People from Tyre who lived in Jerusalem were bringing in fish and all kinds of merchandise and selling them in Jerusalem on the Sabbath to the people of Judah. I rebuked the nobles of Judah and said to them, What is this wicked thing you are doing, desecrating the Sabbath day? Didn't your ancestors do the same things so that our God brought all this calamity on us and on this city? Now you're stirring up more wrath against Israel by desecrating the Sabbath. When evening shadows fell on the gates of Jerusalem before the Sabbath, I ordered the doors to be shut and not opened until the Sabbath was over. I stationed some of my own men at the gates so that no load could be brought in on the Sabbath day. Once or twice the merchants and sellers of all kinds of goods spent the night outside Jerusalem. But I warned them and said, Why do you spend the night by the wall? If you do this again, I will arrest you. From that time on, they no longer came on the Sabbath. Then I commanded the Levites to purify themselves and go and guard the gates in order to keep the Sabbath day holy. So we see that, the you know, this is the end of the quotation. And we see that um, this was an issue from not just that time, uh, long before, that this commandment had been given from God Almighty to the people of Israel to observe Sabbath, to not engage in any activity on this day, to rest, to relax, and you know, spend this day in thanksgiving at their homes. But they were inclined, they were looking for more business opportunities, job opportunities, or uh, raising more income. Or if they saw that this day had more potential, they were willing to uh, you know, desecrate or disrespect that command of God and go out 
you know, show complete disregard for uh, God's instructions. So prophets that came uh, from uh, after Prophet Moses, peace be upon him, they kept reminding the people that, no, what you are doing is wrong. This day should not be spent in this manner. This day should be spent, you know, as God has said, resting and relaxing and being thankful uh, and, uh, you know, uh, in, in, in a holy spirit, in, in a spirit of holiness and, uh, purif- you know, to, to appreciate God Almighty. So this is what we see here uh, being um, reminded as well in this example, in the story of Nehemiah. And again, the Holy Quran made reference to this uh, particular incident or a similar incident that might have taken place at another time. Because as I said, uh, from this passage of Nehemiah, it becomes apparent that this was not the first time uh, that the people of Israel, the Jews, were uh, desecrating uh, this command of Sabbath. But it had happened on several occasions and God Almighty makes mention of this in the Holy Quran that um, this was a recurrent theme and they were punished for this, uh, for desecrating, for disrespecting, for disregarding the command of Allah the Almighty. Thank you very much. So basically from what you've said, um, it goes to confirm that Muslims do not observe Sabbath. Of course, you've stated that the Holy Quran does mention Sabbath, but then it mentions it in reference to the Jews, the children, the children of Israel, basically. And... Um, it is something that God, you know, gave to them and not for the entire mankind. Then it goes to say that Muslims don't um, observe Sabbath. Do, do, do Muslims? No, Muslims do not observe Sabbath, as you have just pointed out. Uh, it was a command given to a specific people for a specific time. Uh, the people, as I already mentioned, it was the people of Israel, children of Israel, the Jews, uh, the followers of Prophet Moses, the command was given to them. And uh, uh, Muslims, we have not, were never in the Holy Quran obligated to have one full day just for rest and relaxation or one day just for worship. Uh, Muslims, as Muslims, we have been taught, and again, similar teachings have been given to religions before as well, that all your moments, all your time should be spent in the remembrance of God Almighty. You should always be thinking about God Almighty. Uh, Even if you're doing a business transaction or whatever you're doing, whatever you're engaged in, your mind should be occupied in the remembrance of Allah. As far as rest is concerned, again, rest is necessary for our body, for our physical and spiritual health. But uh, no particular day has been dedicated for this purpose. It is up to the person, uh, however they, they feel appropriate. But again, uh, as we understand, as the Holy Quran tells us, this command was given to the people of Israel and it was for that particular group uh, only. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim, for taking us through some of these questions that we come across um, you know, most of the times as to whether Muslims um, do observe Sabbath. And uh, without any doubt, of course, the Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments. And um, as, you know, all the Ten Commandments basically are supposed to be uh, carried out, the Sabbath alone is, you know, appears to be an optional, which is basically um, given to a specific people only and not for the entire world. So then it, it is obvious that a person who does not or who cannot trace his route um, to the children of Israel is not obliged to observe Sabbath. Absolutely. I mean, this command was specifically given 
to the people of Israel, to the children of Israel, and one who cannot trace his roots back to uh, to the children of Israel. For example, we here in Jamaica, yeah. uh, pretty much none of us here trace our roots back to uh, to the children of Israel. So therefore, uh, this command does not apply to us, to any one of us. Uh, as I mentioned, the Bible was very is very clear that it the command was for uh, the children of Israel. Uh, but again, so for the people of uh, Israel, this is a very important command. It has been repeated uh, throughout the Bible and the importance or the sanctity of it has been reminded again and again. I mean, we see it in, in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 20, verse 8 to 11, where God Almighty, uh, according to the Bible, is talking about the Ten Commandments. It is said about Sabbath that remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So here, this is end of quotation here, God Almighty is addressing the children of Israel, not anybody okay. else. You take a look at uh, another reference. This is from uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 5, uh, verse 12 to 15. It makes a similar reference that I just read. Um, from If you read from 15 and onwards, it says that, remember, God says, remember that you were slaves in Egypt. And that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath okay. day. Here God Almighty has specified the reason why uh, Sabbath day, another reason that why Sabbath day has been prescribed to the Jews, to the people of Israel. And has also um, given that which people are is it? that it has been uh, prescribed to. Okay. So it says, you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out. So it is, it, it is of course, talking to uh, the children of Israel and it is uh, asking them to observe Sabbath because of this uh, great blessing of God upon them. Uh, because of that, God Almighty has given them Sabbath day to rest. Right. So again, the people have been... Uh, prescri uh, uh, that have been prescribed are only those people or their descendants that were brought out of slavery uh, in Egypt. That is number one. And again, secondly, it is only for them and not for anybody else. And uh, again, from these verses, it becomes quite clear. But again, for those particular people, that is children of Israel, uh, the Jews, it is a very important day. And uh, God Almighty had been reminding to observe this for all the blessings as a sign of gratefulness and for their own physical and spiritual well-being. Uh, and, you know, we see mentions of this throughout the Bible. In Isaiah uh, chapter 56, verse 2, uh, it is mentioned that blessed is the one who does this, the person who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keeps their hands from doing any evil. So here again, Prophet Isaiah, who is an Israelite, yeah. 
who is from the children of Israel, Israel, uh, you know, children of Israel. He's he is a, a Jew himself, a Jewish person himself, uh, a noble prophet of God. He is also reminding his own people to um, to to respect this day, to rest on this day, to relax on this day, uh, because of the blessings of God Almighty, as God Almighty has repeatedly asked. Uh, the Israelites to do it. So again, I mean, uh, it's an Israelite prophet and only asking the Israelites to do it, not anybody else. And then you later on, you look at the New Testament and you look at the life of Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. Uh, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, also being a Jewish man, also being an Israelite, uh, observed Sabbath. Again, none of us or pretty much none of us here are uh, Israelites. So these commands do not apply to us anyways. But at the same time, when we are looking at uh, looking at these Israelite prophets, uh, this day was extremely important to them, and they did observe it, uh, or the prophets kept reminding people to observe it uh, in the the same letter and spirit that God Almighty demanded from them. Um, in the Gospel of Matthew, chapters uh, chapter twelve, uh, verse uh, you know one and onward, it is mentioned that. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. He answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read in the law that the priests on the Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Then he goes on to say, going on from that place, he went into their synagogue and a man with a shriveled hand was there looking for a reason to bring charges against Jesus. They asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He said to them, if any of you has a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. So uh, this is the end of the quotation and you see uh, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him, uh, just like any other prophet of God Almighty, like Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Prophet Moses, peace be upon him, uh, Prophet Isaiah or any other prophet, he's, he's trying to impart wisdom to these people. People who have become so rigid in their ways, you know, earlier people showed no respect to uh, to Sabbath, you know, that's why you, you you read about Jeremiah, you read about Nehemiah. These prophets are telling the people to observe Sabbath or God will punish you again and again and again. But it seems that uh, by the time of Prophet Jesus, these people had become so rigid that they were not doing anything, even if somebody was getting hurt, injured or whatever was happening. So uh, Prophet Jesus, as I mentioned, just like any other prophet, uh, he, he, he imparted this wisdom to them that this is not how... You're supposed to take the commands of God that if a person, um, you know, uh, comes to you begging on the day of Sabbath, you say that, no, today is Sabbath, go home, rest. Go and die. You know, the man might not, and die, right? <laughs> Basically, the man might not have eaten in days. 
So this is what prophets come to teach. This is why prophet Jesus came as well. He was uh, a noble prophet of God, just like as I mentioned, any other prophet of God Almighty. And all the prophets come to uh, teach something. Uh, if they have something new to teach, if God Almighty has given something new to teach to them, or they come to rectify the mistakes that the people are making in understanding the law that is already there. So in this case, Jesus himself was a follower of Prophet Moses, peace be upon him. So, uh, you know, and the other uh, prophets that came before Jesus. So he did not give any new teachings. All he was trying to do was to impart this knowledge that follow the religion, follow the laws of God Almighty in the sense, in the spirit that God Almighty wants you to follow them. Don't make them so hard for the people that you might be okay with it, but you might be hurting other people because of that. In another uh, uh, reference, this is from the Gospel of Mark, uh, chapter 3, verse 4. It says that, Then Jesus asked them, Which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they remained silent. So from this reference again, you see that Jesus, peace be upon him, he was trying to inculcate the true spirit of Sabbath that was taught by Prophet Moses many years earlier, you know, centuries yeah. ago. And that had been repeated, reiterated by prophets that came between the time of Prophet Moses and Prophet Jesus. All of them tried to inculcate that spirit of Sabbath in between, in, you know, uh, to the people. So that is what Jesus, peace be upon him, was doing, uh, just like any other prophet has done, that they what they try to do is, that they try to rectify uh, the rigidness or too much uh, leniency if they have adopted in a particular matter, then they try to uh, improve that. They try to bring it up to the level that God Almighty wants it, right? Like, for example, we, we see in the time of uh, Prophet Nehemiah in the other example, in the other reference that I read earlier, yeah. in, at that time, people were not following the Sabbath. So he uh, made it extra strict that people should not do anything on this so that people understand the importance of it. You know, he took those strict measures so people start to respect the Sabbath as God Almighty wants them. But then again, when it came to Jesus, peace be upon him, people had become so rigid that they would let a man die. They would let somebody die, um, a sheep or a man or whatever. Um, but at the same time, they would not do anything on this day. So he said that, no, uh, it should be regarded. It should be respected. But there are certain uh, things that God Almighty wants you to consider. So he taught them that this is how it should be practiced. And again, he was teaching them the same way that Prophet Moses or other prophets had taught them. And uh, this is what we see. But again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in, in, in from the reference that I presented earlier from Deuteronomy uh, chapter 5, uh, where God Almighty very clearly stated that this day uh, is for the people of Israel. It's not for the pe anybody else. It's for uh, the people who were, free, you know, who were uh, freed slaves from Egypt, who were brought out of slavery from Egypt, that were rescued, um, and then as a, as a, you know, you can say as a thanksgiving or as a rest day, God Almighty gave Sabbath to them to be observed, them and their uh, descendants. And again, none of us here in Jamaica are the descendants of uh, those people. So this does not apply to us anyways. It has never applied to us in the history and it does not apply to us even today because it only applies to the children of Israel. And again, none of us here, um, you know, or at least uh, most of us here are not the descendants of uh, Israel on the island. So again, it does not apply to us in that sense. Also, one thing to consider though, yeah. 
um, is that, um, uh, you know, if you observe, many people take uh, the day of Sabbath as a day of worship, uh, congregational worship, okay. that you see them going to the uh, to the churches and, you know, uh, worshiping and praying and whatnot. Um, this is not actually the spirit of Sabbath. Uh, what God Almighty has repeatedly said, you know, from all these references that you take a look at, what has God Almighty said in them? God Almighty has asked them to take a day of rest and relaxation, you know, um, be uh, be thankful to God Almighty, uh, pray to God Almighty in your heart, in your homes, whatever. But God Almighty does not call it a day of worship where you go to the world, uh, to the church or uh, a priest or a pastor would, you know, then deliver a sermon or anything like that. It's a day of rest. I mean, look at all these verses uh, of, of, of Sabbath throughout the Bible. I mean, you see, you're amazed how many times it has been mentioned. It is a day of rest, relaxation, staying at home, uh, not even doing any work, not even traveling, not even going anywhere, including uh, the places of worship, not going there either. I mean, just, just for reference, take a look at Exodus um, chapter 16. Verses 29 and 30. Okay. Again, all the other references are also very clear on this subject, yeah. but this reference makes it even more clear. So Can again, you take I, it over? I, I mean, I, Exodus chapter 16, verse... 29 and 30. Okay. Exodus chapter 16, verse 29 and 30. Okay. It says here, Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day He gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where they are on the seventh day. No one is to go out. Okay. So the people rested on the seventh no day. No one is to go out, meaning don't exit even your, your homes. Be where no, you are. Absolutely. Just as I mean, this verse is saying. Exactly. So again, uh, this verse makes it very clear uh, and all the other verses regarding Sabbath that the intention of Sabbath for the people of Israel was so that um, they stay home. They are thankful to God, yes, in their heart, and even pray in their heart as much as, you know, in their homes. But they were not allowed to go outside, including going to churches. They were not allowed to do that. So this is certainly an innovation uh, into the faith. The religion did not ask for that. Rather, it is a violation uh, of the teaching given in the Bible where it is said that everyone is to stay where they are on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. I think it is very important. Of course, you have beautifully explained to us, and some of our listeners may be hearing some of these things for the first time. Uh, you know, it is very important that people don't impose things to themselves. You don't impose laws onto yourself which does not apply to you. For instance, if there is a you know, zone of special operation, either in a session of, say, Kingston, and you live somewhere in Manchester, it does not apply to you. So don't, you know, compel yourself and stay indoors. And um, the, the Sabbath rules also have a lot. Basically, I believe we will come to that. We will come to the rules. I would ask you to take us through some of the rules um, that have to do with the Sabbath. But it goes to say that even if a person, um, you know, violates it, according to the Bible, that person um, is liable to be put to death. Mom Tariq, Tell us then the rules of the Sabbath so that those who are listening to us, those who have imposed it upon themselves, that's, that's the right word, those who have imposed the Sabbath upon themselves, even though they are not Jews, they, are not, they don't belong to the children of Israel, tell us what the Bible says 
about the rules of the Sabbath so that whoever is listening would have an idea if they want to I mean, follow it, what more they have to add. Before I actually answer that question, yeah. just the point that I was making about uh, Sabbath being a rest, day of rest. Yes. Um, you know, this word uh, Sabt or Shabt, it comes in different uh, sounds or variations depending on uh, you're looking at it from Hebrew or Arabic and whatnot. Uh, it has the meaning of resting inside the word. As a matter of fact, the Holy Quran uses the word uh, Subata. Uh, that God Almighty has made night as a place or as a time of rest okay. for for mankind. You know, so again, uh, just wanted to add that that it is not just uh, uh, that God Almighty has uh, made it a day of rest. God Almighty, the, the word itself has that connotation rest. of rest okay. and relaxation okay. inside it, and it is specifically for that purpose. And now you have asked that what are the rules for Sabbath, and you said that even though. Uh, many people are not uh, supposed to observe Sabbath because uh, we, 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 you know, we're not uh, on this island. Majority of us are not not Israelites. Pretty much none of us are uh, from the children of Israel, yeah. uh, descendants of the children of Israel. So therefore, it does not apply to us. But even if it's somebody um, does observe it according to the Bible, what the rules are. Firstly, they're not. Uh, they should not be going to church or any place on the day of Sabbath. They should be staying inside their homes, uh, being grateful to God and whatnot. But then there's a few other things as well. Actually, before before you mentioned that, it it brings to mind the COVID rule: stay at home. Tanayad, <laughs> stay at your home on Sabbath day. If you want to observe, if you want to, you know, respect the sanctity of the Sabbath day, though it doesn't apply to you. But if you want to follow it. Then stay at home. Simple. Stay at home. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. It's right. as simple as that. That is what the Bible uh, has basically uh, taught Israelites. And then uh, again, what are the rules of Sabbath? If you look at uh, the book of uh, book of Exodus, chapter twenty, verse eight to eleven, I quoted this before as well, but I will just read it again okay. because it kind of lays out the rules. It is mentioned that remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the seventh day and made it holy. Blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Yeah. So again, uh, in this God Almighty, what has He forbidden, and what has He asked the people to do? That is, that is uh, when I say people, the people of Israel, yeah. not everybody. Yeah. So uh, what is what is required that they should not be engaged in any kind of work. Okay. And it should not be that they tell somebody else to do their work and think that okay, now I am observing Sabbath. That is also incorrect. So no work they should be doing, no work should be done on their behalf at all. And no employee, if they have a business, should be working on their behalf. So nothing should be happening if it is a, um, you know, uh, if somebody wishes to observe Sabbath, nothing should be happening. No financial transactions, no form of work, no cleanliness or having anybody to take care of your yard or anything like that on this day. Um, this is mentioned in here. And some people, observe, you know, do farming with animals and whatnot. So even that is uh, not allowed to be done 
completely forbidden. Then also in Exodus, this is chapter 35, verses 1 to 3, 1, uh, uh, 2 and 3, it is mentioned, Moses gathered all the Israelite community together and said to them, These are the things the Lord has commanded you to do. You are to work for six days, but the seventh day will be a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to honor the Lord. Rest is also mentioned. Yes. Not worship. Exactly. Not worship. Not worship. Not worship. Very clearly mentioned. A Sabbath of rest to honor the Lord. So God Almighty is all, all God Almighty is asking you is to rest on this day. And by fulfilling this command, you will automatically be honoring God Almighty. You don't need to add anything or innovate anything or change the religion or the teachings uh, to your taste or whatever. God Almighty is saying the seventh day will be a holy day, a, a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to honor the Lord. Anyone who works on that day must be put to death. On the Sabbath day, you must not light a fire in any of your houses. So again, again this is another instruction given in here. So first thing that, uh, you know, uh, as I said in the uh, given from Exodus chapter 20, no work to be done on this day. And then again reiterated in chapter 35, a Sabbath of rest to honor the Lord. Just simply rest and relax. That is what God Almighty ask, uh, asks of those who are observing Sabbath. Not to go to worship places or anything like that. Just rest. Right? This is what not the, even setting fire. Not then, even setting fire. And then not even setting fire. On the Sabbath day, you must not light a fire in any of your houses. Any form of fire is fire. Not, not even gas. Don't cook. Yes, it's very, it's very clear. Yeah. You must not light a fire. Yeah. And uh, I mean, of course, light a fire means uh, lighting a fire for some kind of a purpose, yeah. right? And one of the major purposes we light fire is to cook our yeah. food. This is one of the main purposes, right? Uh, so that is what God Almighty has, has said, that do not light fire. Uh, so basically, uh, on that day, any kitchen-related activities that require fire should not be Done. Then again, these are the rules for Sabbath given to the people of Israelites. Then you look at Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 21. It says, Thus says the Lord, take care for the sake of your lives and do not bear a burden on the Sabbath day or bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem. So, so on this day, uh, carrying burden, carrying weight uh, should also be avoided. It should be a complete rest day. This is again, like, I mean, you can go through the rules of Sabbath again and again. Yeah. It is very clear and, uh, you know, cons uh, easy to understand that this day God Almighty has given to the people of Israelites for the purpose of relaxation, for the purpose of rest. And also, as I explained earlier on, it was also because of as a thanksgiving for God Almighty bringing them out of slavery from Egypt. So this is all that is God Almighty asking of them. But unfortunately, throughout the history from the time of Moses, and onwards and even today uh, the people who are not even obligated to follow sabbath are, and sometimes following sabbath but the, the, um, i you know we, we don't see people following it in the way that prophets have always asked them that is to stay home uh, a sabbath of rest to honor the lord if they if they do that they will be fulfilling more of the command of god almighty uh, rather than by changing it uh, to or modifying it to suit their um, you know, schedules and routines and whatnot. So this is; these are just some of the rules of Sabbath uh, that I have uh, read out before you. And uh, this is what God Almighty requires uh, from those people who observe 
Sabbath. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim. And um, as part of the rules of the Sabbath, I also read um, in the book of Numbers, chapter 28, verse 9 to 10. If you have it, can you elaborate it? What does that reference actually, you know, seek to say, um, you know, as part of the rules of the, of the Sabbath? I'm not sure if you've, you've opened that. Yes, yes. This reference is also in front of me. Um, this is from Numbers 28, verse 9 and 10. Um, God Almighty uh, is quoted here to say that on the Sabbath day, make an offering of two lambs, a year old. Basically, each lamb should be a year yeah. old without defect. Together with its drink offering and grain offering of two tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with olive oil. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. So, um, again, this term has been used here, uh, effa, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, yeah. but uh, in the footnote it is written that it is about 7 pounds or 3.2 kilograms. So, here again, um, we see that another rule has been mentioned, that, and that is that every Sabbath, every Sabbath yeah. day, an offering of two lambs should be made. And those two lambs, uh, their age has also been mentioned that they should at least be a year old and there should be no defect in them. They should be a good, healthy uh, lambs that you're sacrificing. Yeah. So this is another rule. But again, we do not see uh, people practicing this commonly. But if uh, somebody is practicing Sabbath on a regular basis, then they should uh, consider they, they, slaughtering some rami. Exactly. Two rami. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim. And uh, I mean... The, the, the discussion is getting interesting and interesting and I can't wait to, you know, ask you the next question. But then if somebody has just joined us, you are listening to the message of Islam brought to you by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica. As I said from the beginning, if you wish to add your voice to today's, you know, program, you can send us your question. The number to do so, that is WhatsApp number is 876 Two eight three nine five three three. I also say that if there is any question that you feel could be, you know, treated, and we have not touched upon that question, I mean, throughout our programs, you can send us that question as well to the same number eight seven six two eight three nine five three three. If you require face to face approach where you want to sit and ask some questions directly. You can visit the Ahmadiyya Muslim Community's headquarters at 25 Sugarway, Bushy Park, Old Harbour in St. Catherine. If you're passing through the north coast of Jamaica, you can also stop by at Trey Trelawney Street in Falmouth, where you would be met and also um, all your questions are going to be answered. Today we are looking at Sabbath and Islam or Islam and the Sabbath day. We are looking at it because it is one of the questions we keep receiving from a section of our Christian you know, brothers and sisters who would want to know whether Muslims observe the Sabbath. When we tell them we don't, they would want to know why. So Imam Tariq Azim has you know, ably assisted us, taking us through you know, what the Holy Quran says about it, who it was prescribed for and for what 
and also the last discussion we had was about the rules of the Sabbath. And he has given some interesting rules that the Bible, you know, dictates for people who want to follow the Sabbath. And failure to comply with these rules, the Bible again says that those who fail to comply should be put to death. One of them is that on that day, they should not go out. It is a day of rest, not for worship. There's nothing worship mentioned about the Sabbath in the Bible. It is a day that the Lord has sanctified and it is for worship. And again, as the purpose, he stated from the Bible again, that is the book of Deuteronomy chapter, 20, uh, chapter 5, verse 12 to 15, where God the Almighty has stated why he prescribed the Sabbath and to which people, that is the children of Israel. So if you don't belong to that race, Sabbath is not obligatory on you. Then again, he stated that on the Sabbath day, those who want to follow it, they should kill two lambs of about one year age, two of them each Sabbath, meaning every Saturday you're going to kill two rami. If you want to follow the rules, that is what it, it says. But then, as we know, as Muslims, we believe clearly that the Bible and the Holy Quran also say that the Sabbath was prescribed for the children of Israel who were slaves in Egypt. I have never been slaved in Egypt, and the Sabbath does not apply to me. Imam Tariq Azim, to the last question, of course, for today, it's going to be, why do Muslims worship on Friday and not on Sunday or Saturday? You see, what makes uh, any day important is a command of God. Israelites, or the Jews, were given this command to observe Sabbath, to rest and relax on that day. So that was the command for them. As far as we know, Prophet Adam, who, you know, the earliest prophet, or Prophet Noah, who also came much before Prophet uh, Moses, uh, peace be upon him, they did not observe Sabbath. Prophet Noah, as we see, we, he, he built the ark, he continued to build it for several, you know, for a long period of time. He continued to warn his people about the, uh, about the doom, about the flood that was coming. And we do not hear, we do not read him stopping any of his activities, preaching or his building of his ark uh, for Sabbath or anything else. So again, this was a command given in the time of Prophet Moses, peace be upon him, and for the people of Israel. Um, so as I stated that this commandment was only for those people. It wasn't for the people that came before them, the prophets that came before them. And it does not apply to Islam, which is a universal religion, which is, which came after. And it is not, you know, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, is not from the children of Israel. Uh, he's a universal prophet. His teachings are for all of mankind. And what God Almighty revealed to him was that, you know, again, we do not need to observe Sabbath and that we should gather together on Friday. Uh, we should have congregational prayers on Friday. Uh, people from all over the community, town, wherever, uh, should gather in an open, large space and offer their Friday prayers. So that is why we consider Friday to be a special day, to be a holy, you know, a religious and holy day, uh, mostly because God Almighty has commanded us. Not for any other reason. What makes this day holy is that God Almighty has said that go and worship me together. All of you people gather together and go and worship me. In chapter 62 of the Holy Quran verses 10 to 12, God Almighty uh, you know, talks about uh, Friday 
he says, O ye who believe, when the call is made for, fri- made for prayer on Friday, hasten to the remembrance of Allah and leave off all business. That is better for you if you only knew. And when the prayer is finished, then disperse in the land and seek of Allah's grace and remember Allah much that you may prosper. So here, God Almighty commands the Muslim commands the Muslims that they should congregate on Friday in a greater manner than other days. Because Muslims offer five daily prayers and we congregate at the mosque um, or we try to congregate at the mosque um, for all of those prayers if we can. But for Friday, God Almighty has said that regardless of whatever your uh, you know schedule or busyness might be on a day, on Fridays, you have to put it aside to come and attend these Friday prayers. So this is uh, how God Almighty has made this uh, incumbent and necessary for Muslims, for believers uh, to, to you know, observe Friday. But then again, God Almighty does not say that take the whole day off and just you know, um, make it exclusive for worship. God Almighty says that when the call for prayer is made on Friday, that is around afternoon, around one o'clock, uh, every Friday that most mosques around the world uh, at one o'clock after in the okay. afternoon uh, call the uh, call the you know make the call to the prayer and then people uh, leave their okay. businesses leave their jobs and take some time off and come to attend the prayers so God Almighty in that same chapter that I've just quoted goes on to say that when the prayer is finished then disperse in the yeah. land and seek of Allah's grace meaning go back to your businesses and make your living make your earning there is no problem with that. So in some of the Muslim countries, you would notice that uh, they take uh, they give uh, Friday off as an entire day so that people can conveniently go attend the prayers and do their other chores and shopping and whatever they need to do. But in some countries, they have either Saturday or Sunday or whatever day they might have selected to give off. But on Friday, what they do is that they give an early um, um, a time off from work to people so people can conveniently go pray and then after prayers, uh, you know, they don't even have to return to work. But again, uh, in many of the non-Muslim countries where Muslims are living, Muslims take one hour or, you know, sometimes even lesser off from their work, quickly go to the mosque nearby, offer their prayers and go back to their work. So this is, you know, this is uh, um, how Muslims are required that they do not need the whole day off. Just a small time off from their job, from their work is sufficient uh, as long as, you know, they make time and attend the prayers. Let me add this clear, I mean, cut question. And from the verse you quoted, that is chapter 62, verse 10 to 8 of the Holy Quran, and the explanation you've given, it goes to confirm or to say that if a person is a Muslim on Friday, which the Holy Quran, God the Almighty, has said that it is there that we have to use to worship the major worship. Of course, Muslims worship five times a day. But the main worship, which is the gathering, and the word Juma also has the word, you know, the connotation of gathering, Jama, Juma. So from what you are, you are, you've said, when a person is a Muslim, on Friday, he, is, he or she is at liberty to go and work either in the farm, in the office, wherever he may find his, you know, um, occupation to go and work. But when it is time, that is noontime, when it is time for prayers, he should leave whatever he's doing and come 
and offer the congregational you know, uh, prayer. And right after that, he is again allowed to go and continue um, wherever he stopped. Is that, is, that, is that basically what you have explained to us? Absolutely, absolutely. It is not required by religion for them to take the whole day okay. off, uh, to not work that day at all. No. Islam says that when the time for prayer comes, basically, then leave your work, come to the mosque. As soon as the Friday prayers are completed, you can go back to your work and uh, and continue to make a living as you were, you know, trying to, uh, trying to do uh, uh, before the prayer started. So this is the simple command. But again, one thing should be understood that in Islam, we do not believe that uh, Friday is the only time we go for worship. Rather, every second, every breath, every moment that we are here in this world, it should be spent in worship, in remembrance, in service to God Almighty. Uh, you know, even uh, if you're not praying, even if you're doing your own business, even if you're doing some farming, even if you're working at a job somewhere, your mind, your heart should always be engaged in remembrance of Allah the Almighty. It should always be engaged in dealing with people in a manner that has been asked by God Almighty. There's a very famous, uh, you know, a narration in, um, regarding a saint in Islam that it is mentioned that a saint, one time he went out and he saw uh, some, guy, some person was, um, you know, busy making uh, transactions, dealing with other people, handling uh, financial transitions, uh, transactions yeah. worth thousands of rupees. And the natural assumption uh, is that such a person, you know, if you go to a store outside and uh, you see 10 people standing around him and uh, he's collecting money, giving money to people, you know, all, doing all these business transactions with different people simultaneously, you would think that his mind is totally occupied in the business only. But when the saint went and saw this particular person and, uh, you know, he focused his spiritual attention towards that person, God Almighty revealed to that saint that this person that you are looking at, who is so busy in his worldly transactions and whatnot, his heart, his mind, his soul is completely engulfed, completely immersed in the love of Allah, in remembrance of Allah, in thinking of Allah. Yeah. So even though he is doing all these other things, he is not neglectful, he is not unmindful of the fact that, you know, that, that, that there is a creator and he is worshipping him even while he is carrying out his day-to-day -day, uh, responsibilities. So again, these teachings, uh, this is a teaching of the Holy Quran that for Friday in particular, you leave all those other things and come to the mosque and offer your prayers. But at the same time, uh, there is no specified day uh, as we were discussing with Sabbath earlier uh, that has been mentioned for the Muslims to completely rest, stay at home, not go anywhere. No day has been uh, made mandatory. But again, for Muslims, uh, we, um, Allah the Almighty has given us the common sense. Allah has given us that ability to perceive that when our body needs rest, when our mind needs rest, and we should certainly give ourselves uh, that moment of rest and relaxation as well. Uh, but Friday, as, as I mentioned, is uh, that, that particular day uh, when we must leave our work for that little bit of time in the day and go offer our daily, our Friday prayers at a mosque in congregation. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim. A day with you has always been fruitful uh, for taking us through why Muslims don't worship on Saturdays or on Sundays. Generally, when a person asks why don't we worship on Saturday and Sunday, 
I take my time and explain from the Bible and also with the Holy Quran. Then I ask them, why do you also worship either on Saturday or on Sunday? Give me specific reference from the Bible. There comes always the problem because there is nothing that indicates in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation which says that a person is to worship on Sunday either as an instruction from God or as an instruction from a prophet of God. Likewise, Saturday. From what we have clearly stated today, the Sabbath day is a day of rest and not for worship. And as um, Imam Tariq Azim took us through um, aspects of the Bible, it is a day that a person who is observing it is not supposed to even live, you know, outside. He should not step outside at all. Whether you're going to the church or you're going to wherever, don't leave your homes. Stay at your home. This is all that time would, of course, allow us on today's episode on Message of Islam. If you missed an aspect of it, you can always listen to the whole show um, at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash AMJ Jamaica. And if you have any question on your mind that you would want us to treat for your liking, you can always send us your questions and messages to our WhatsApp number that is 876-283-9533. If you want to visit any of our centers, you can also do so by visiting the Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat's um, headquarters at 25 Sugarway Bushy Park, Old Harbour St. Catherine. And if you happen to find yourself around the north coast of Jamaica, you can pass by the Ahmadiyya Muslim Center at Trey Trelawney Street, Falmouth Trelawney. Until we come your way next time with another interesting topic to discuss on message of Islam from the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. It's love for all and hatred for none. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Muhammadur Rasul